Well, uh, once again, Alan, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna impress you. I think I have to say thank you to the black men of America uh, for yet another something that's I don't know something that's that's risen over the last decade or so, and that is the full figured woman. I know we all share a uh, a TikTok account with the middle class holes, and I know what we're all watching because I know what pops up every now and again, and at least once a week. There's like a clip from this runway show. It's like a lingerie runway show or something. And there are just some some thick bitches from all walks of life. And they are like model hot, but they look like they look like CrossFit chicks who haven't quite participated in CrossFit for like a month and they've kind of let a little bit of that that jiggle enter back into their life. And mm. I feel like if it wasn't for the black men of America, we wouldn't have this beauty introduced into the mainstream like it has been over the last like five to ten years, and it is something glorious. I mean, just there's this there's this one chick, she's blonde, and she is just beautiful, booty full. And I'm glad that this has been introduced because I feel like when I was growing up, all models were they were still hot, but they were rail thin. But we didn't know any better, so that's all we thought was hot. And then the black men of America were like. Man, I like a chick with some meat on her bones. And it's like, meat on her bones means fat, and I don't like fat girls. And then all of a sudden I'm like, okay, I can start to deal with this. And more and more clothing started to come off of these individual ladies. And now we're at a point where beautiful is not what it was, and it's glorious. So thank you, African-American men of America. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to leave out my Latino brethren in this either because we're, we're in the same boat. Like, yeah, we've we've been talking about white y'all white people behind your backs for quite some time. Like, you know, we'd be all we'd be all in a room, a party or something. There'd be a, a young lady and one of you white boys would be like, "Oh, she fine as shit." And me and the, me and me and the Browns would look at each other and be like, "That that little bitch." <laughs> all right, well, you know, whatever whatever you guys want, white boys. You know, do you do your thing. Every, somebody somebody got to eat white meat. <laughs> you know, might as well be you. Like, uh, but yes, I'm glad you appreciate. And yeah, I I think we've talked about this before. How like I appreciate that like societal norms have loosened a bit for women and just let them let them do the things, man. You know what I mean? Like let let, <clears throat> let a little jiggle come in. That's okay. It actually is a, healthy. Uh, <clears throat> probably two, maybe three years ago, I came across someone as a suggested friend and and I think the only person that I that, that I was had been talking to as a common friend on Facebook was Alan. I said, "Who is that?" and Alan described her as an Amazonian goddess. <laughs> That's some Amazonian goddess. I was like, "Yeah, you're right, bro." <laughs> I remember, do you remember the Glamazon? Uh she was a a, a lady wrestler. Beth, I, Beth Phoenix, of course. Yeah, kind oh, of. Man. Yeah, a little I bit, a little bit. A <laughs> little bit, not, not ringing too many bells I can hear. Um I, I remember first seeing her and just like my 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 white boy brain was confused. I was like, wait a second. She's gorgeous, but she's bigger than me. And I'm like, and my and I ha it took a minute to suppress that side of my brain. It's like, that's okay. Mm -hmm. That's okay. How's your yeah. penis doing? Yeah. Right? That's okay, right? You like mm -hmm. you like that. And then it started to become a little more normalized. Now they tried to go too far a few years ago. They were like like the Lizzo's of the world and things like that, where I'm like, okay, all right, let's not Let's not go a bridge too far here. But somewhere between Kate Moss and Lizzo is like the perfect shaped woman. And that's what that's what I, I'm that's what I'm grateful for. I mean, because when we were growing up, the fashion shows and I learned this not too long ago, is the only reason these fashion designers liked the rail thin skinny models is because it was literally like putting clothes on a coat hanger. You you didn't have to redesign anything. Everybody's the same size. Off on, get out there, strut your stuff, turn around, put something else on, come back out. And now it's like, oh, there's a real world out there. And man, every time I see that, every time I see those women in this particular video, and as soon as I find it, I will share it again with you guys, even though I know you've seen it like a hundred times. It makes me want to go to my local grocer, find a couple of honey hams, and just give them the old motorboat. <laughs> I, I don't blame you, buddy. Yeah. This is not a no ma'am 
you know, type thing. This is full on. This is yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, now a Bundy right. reference if you, because you didn't yes. know. Yeah, shoe betcha. I got you. <laughs> shoe betcha. <laughs> it's actually, I, I saw a good meme the other day. It said the two most successful shoe salesmen in uh, in Chicago, and it's Al Bundy and Michael Jordan. <laughs> That's hilarious. <sighs> but I, And I know we've talked about this before, but I will ask again. When are, well, actually, I'm asking a different question than I was. When are the Instagram models going to finally be the ones that start taking the runway full time? Like, when are we going to get away from the, like, the Victoria's Secret-esque model and move on to this new, in my opinion, superior model that is that, that is a little meatier? When are, when's that going to happen? I think you already see it. Like, I think New York Fashion Week was recently, and, like, I just saw, like, random, I just follow random shit on my Instagram because I find it interesting. So, like, I saw fucking random shit pop up, and, like, yeah, it was definitely not... It was way more of, like, the everyday lady versus, like, the model that we grew up know. You know what I mean? There was, right. like, like I think you're still going to get, like, like, even the Victoria's Secrets have kind of, like, you know, they found they found the curvier, thicker girl. They ain't going, like, you know, they ain't going super, super high, but they've, they've kind of juiced it up a little bit. But, like, a lot of these other brands have started to kind of fucking buy into that shit, and... I mean, it is what it is, right? The ladies are adopting it themselves, so they're the clother the clothiers market is changing, and so they gotta adopt it. So I think it's already here, man. Yeah, I mean, again, I think the Kim Kardashian thing is a little that's 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 a, it's a little it's a little wider than I would hope for. But man, you bring that in about maybe maybe two three sizes, and you're right in the right realm, man. Mm. <laughs> that's right. That's all I got to say. And, and the, the weird thing is, is that <clears throat> so I post most of the videos to TikTok, if not all of them. And during the waiting period, during like when it's loading, uh, I had to, I, I flick through things that aren't a part of the algorithm. And inevitably, I come across <clears throat> very, very fit men in very, very small <clears throat> swimwear over the It's Raining Men song. For the first time in history, it's raining men and men with abs and pecs that I I would say I would say that oh I haven't had in a while no I've never had ever yeah and you know what and that's that's another plus that's another plus for us I feel like I feel like it's speaking how in the fuck is that a plus for us. Because speaking from a man from the heterosexual realm, I mean, no mm-hmm. wrong to anyone. I feel like gay men have kind of taken over the ultra fit, the, the like the, the sculpted everything. Mm-hmm. They've taken over that market. And so heterosexual women are like, well, I don't really I'm not looking for a gay man. I'm looking for a real man. And real men now don't have to have that. So it's almost like gay men of the gay. Th- thank you, gay men of America. They've given us a pass to say, like, you don't have to be that because we're that. You're I can't something ne- else. I can't say for sure if these are gay. I think these are just models. Yeah, I don't know. Do you want I me to bring know. it up? I think, like, I also think that the gay community has always been, like, there's the there's the subculture of, like, fucking really fucking muscly, oily, greased up ones. And then there's also, like, the gays were the first to be, like, you know what's great? Fat, hairy guys. We call them bears. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, I think they've uh, the gays have always been equal opportunity when it comes to to body, body. That's fair. You know that's what I fair. Mean? But I feel like it's like one extreme or the other. There's not. There doesn't seem to be a whole lot of in between with that community. They like ultra fit or just <laughs> ultra up for whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess so. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. I don't know all the subcultures of gay. So yeah, I, well, I can't I can't help you pass with yeah. the surface level that we just got on. Well, I know I'd be a cub. <laughs> I know that. So I, I've been told. You see, many... you're, you're a regular ass guy. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> they got those. I don't like the way you said that. You <laughs> do. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're a regular ass guy. You well, are, maybe you're the one. You are the wonder bread of, uh, like, like of you and Wes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, you ain't got no thick ass. You ain't you weren't on that runway we were talking about. You guys are average white guys. I'm not gonna lie. 
<laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I'll say, listen, I will say, when I get hit on by a, a homosexual man, I'm flattered. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm doing it right. I'm do, I, I'm. Uh, thank you, thank you, sir. You made, not you didn't make my day. You made my month. Right. Yeah. Right. I agree. Yeah. I'm, I'm Christ. I, I'm, I've been biting my nails less. I've been using a like like a like a file. <laughs> Glad you noticed. Been moisturizing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been, I. I ran an extra lap at the track today. So thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. Definitely yeah. Definitely not that, but yeah. <laughs> right. And then inevitably I ruin it with a nice big fart. Hey, I appreciate it. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> <laughs> Middle classles, everyone. Foxman, Alan, and Murr. Glad glad y'all can join us here. End of set. God, fuck, it's almost October. You believe this shit? I guess the only silver lining is... Playoff baseball's around the corner. The Baltimore Orioles are going to be in it. <laughs> Baltimore Orioles are going to be in it. That's a weird. That's a weird position to be in, man. Murr, before you know it, you're going to have to be dressing young William up. Is this is this the year where he gets sent out on his own, or has he still got a few more years of that of of, of adult uh, adult supervision? What nine? He's <laughs> like, all right, buddy, time to get your own apartment. Uh, no, oh. on his own fucking. You buy a car, I'll pay own. the insurance. <laughs> <laughs> on his own for trick-or-treating oh no no not in this fucking dumpster fire of a world we live in shit no man all, all right, right we, we got more t- he's gonna trick-or-treat till we- he's 18 and i'm gonna hold his hand the whole time <laughs> we got more time to talk about this actually you could actually just hold a boom box and do like for the first time in history it's rain man what's up mrs jackson how you doing he likes kit kats um Anyway, uh, that, that, Christ, I was going to say something. Nah, we're not going to. We're going to get. I, what I was going to say is we're not going to get into the end of fall. We're going to or the the end of summer, beginning of fall in October or Halloween. We got a long time to talk about that. What we do want to talk about is some crazy Wahoo concoction idea coming down from the CEO level that's affecting us all at McDonald's. Okay, and it has to do with a little segment we're calling friend or foe. Oh. The friend or foe is, uh, look, sometimes change happens, and we fear change. We don't like change. And I believe back in the year 1996, a change occurred where all of a sudden it's like, you can get free refills? We're not being being charged for this? Oh, my God. This is is a hassle. I can remember going to the Havity Grace McDonald's and going up, Hey, can I get some more? Can I get some more Coke? And like, keep your straw. We're not allowed to touch it. And then you had to wait five minutes. And, fi- and finally, McDonald's moved the drink machine out. Self serve. Get what you want, however much you want, whenever you want. It costs the same amount of money. Who gives a fuck? We don't care. Damn near 25 years later, the corporation known as McDonald's, the staple of Americana, is now saying we're done with that bullshit. Now, no more free refills. No more serve-yourself drinks. No more of this. And so the friend or foe is what the fuck? Friend or foe? It's pretty fucking simple. It, this is like the easiest one I've ever put together. Friend that's like, yeah, I'm fine with it. I, I, don't, I don't really get refills anyway. So McDonald's can have their extra syrup back or foe. No. You introduced this bullshit to me, you inconvenienced me, you made me comfortable with it, and now you're taking it all away. You're ruining the fabric of America, McDonald's. It's a friend or foe, Wes. <clears throat> I think, uh, wait, hold on. You're going to have to repeat the, what's friend or foe? What's I really, friend? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel like I really stacked that one. This one's a pretty fucking easy, easy one to I'm, fucking I'm kidding. get through. So I'm go kidding. through your foe, Wes. So fucking rail, rail, rail on them. What the fuck? I, I just, I, like, I, I just don't get, the, like, the justification for having to rip these softs like the 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 soft serve drink things out of what were what what are you trying to get two more uh two more booze in the thing are you trying to like are you saving money on high fructose corn syrup um it, 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 is it a cleanup thing is it a convenience thing for maintenance is it a <clears throat> is it a troubling thing to retrofit certain McDonald's with these things i just I, I, 
none of it makes sense to me. What made sense to me was I'll take a medium-sized cup uh, or a large-sized cup. I don't know. Maybe you're feeling the large. You wanted to fill the large up, and then you wanted to fill up the large before you hit the road. I, I just – none of it makes sense to me. Make it you know, make it make sense, which every whiny dickwad said during the fucking COVID extravaganza about everything. Make this make sense to me. I'm following it. I like my only my only guess is cleanup. Maybe like maybe you had to like you had to pay someone to clean the lines. Uh, you have like a thousand straws and straw straw wrappers and cups. Uh, maybe people, maybe it's people coming in to take a piss and they fill, fill up their coffee cups with 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 soda. The guy, I'm just using your bathroom. And then they get to hit the road. I don't know. Don't know. Well, maybe they're, they're just losing money. But I don't think they're losing that much money any which way. But and Alan, before you answer the, uh, the here's the justification. It says, "quote McDonald's will be transitioning away from self serve beverage stations and dining rooms across the U S. by." Okay, now I will give them a little bit of a. A pass on this because they're giving us some time to adjust. They'll be doing away with it by 2032, the company said in a statement. Well, I, I will I will give them a pass by calling themselves dining stations. That's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> they said, quote, the change is intended to create a consistent experience for both customers and crew across all ordering points, whether it's McDelivery, the app, kiosk, drive through or in restaurant. Um but that so it, they so they're not even claiming it's a cost cutting measure. I I feel like through that justification is what they're saying is the crew member, crew member, the the employee doesn't know what to do with the cup. That's what it sounds like. That's what it sounds like. The the they don't know what to do with the cup. Like here's the order. What do I do with the cup? Do I fill the cup? Do I give the customer the cup? And they just want to get done with the fucking like confusion of what to do with the cup that's what it sounds like to me which is dumb yeah. justification and i guess so it's probably more so that like they don't have that many fucking people coming in anymore it it's just pointless to have it they could just fucking stick it behind the counter probably i would venture to guess like 80 to 90 percent of their drinks are fucking made for the drive through or some kind of fucking Uber Eats, or so you know what I mean, like a, an employee's filling it, so you don't even need the fucking right. thing anymore. And they were like, "And we probably save a little money fucking dealing with like syrups and CO twos and fucking shit like that, but it's probably negligible." They were just like, "Fuck it, we could streamline the fucking the restaurants themselves and get rid of this shit." That's what I think. That's probably that's probably why they did it. So, yeah, no, no, no corporation like this makes a decision without the bottom line involved. I think Alan hit the nail on yeah, the head. Yeah, they're not it's losing like, money. That's for fun. Right. Yeah. But I was saying, like, 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 <clears throat> fuck it. This thing isn't used. We spend X amount of dollars to maintain it. Uh, and, 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 you know, fuck it. It's now the world we live in is mostly drive through and Uber Eats and Grubhub or whatever. Fuck it. Get rid of it. Make a couple, you know, I don't make a couple more ketchup pumpers. Yeah, but do you know how hard it is to find an employee already? Like, and then like I need a refill, and then you're gonna stand there and wait for the guy who's like dropping the fries, making the burger, and everything else to come up and get you a fucking refill. Like, mm. I, I get it. Nobody eats inside the store anymore. Yeah, so I get you it. Going a lot of McDonald's for this to be a fucking problem for you. I, I actually I do. I go because honestly, I feel like if you right now. Maybe this is like the cheat code because of the sign of the times. I'll go in because it's actually faster than the drive-through because I can just hurry up, go in. I can do the order on the kiosk, and then it's almost like they expedite that order because I'm the only asshole in the store. And then, but then I always have to go. Hey, can I get my cup? Hey, can I get my cup? They don't fill it for me. Okay, can I get my cup? And then I gotta go over and fucking and they don't fucking man the stations anymore. Yeah, fuck you, McDonald's. That's all I can say. Fuckers. So I'm fell because just leave it up there, man. Leave it. Why? Or, or do this. Just cut the counter. Cut the counter so that the employee has easy access to it and just fill the drinks up there. And then everybody can fill it up. Everybody's got access. Put it on the counter. Put it where everybody can touch it. Not just you. Fucking bitches. Piss me off. Now, everywhere is self-serve anymore. And now you're taking away self-serve. Now I got to relive, relearn how to live my life. God damn you! I'm it does pro. feel like a it does feel like a step back. 
It feels like a step back in time. You know, it's like, hey, sorry, folks, this uh, touchscreen stuff is just getting to be way too much to maintain. We're going to go back to flip phones. We're going to go back to the old suckers that you know, flip open and probably analog towers as well. <laughs> and while we're at it, we're taking away all your digital stuff. It's going to be real to real pornography. <laughs> good old VHS. We got to have track. Yeah, that's the good stuff. Though. Yeah. No I thick girls anymore. What? <laughs> What? I was just I just got used to it. This is my life just changed and now you're changing it back? Can okay, if they take away the self-serve soda machines, can they bring back the fucking full fat fucking apple pies? God. You've you've been on a 30 year this has been your this has been your journey. You're Moses. You've been walking through 30 years fucking trying to figure out whether or not you can, I'm just, I'm so it's kind of astounded of how invested you are into McDonald's day to day operations. <laughs> I, I didn't know. Well, I, adult American ill frequented <laughs> McDonald's like this. Listen, Andrew Murr gets a gets a hair possessed for this. Yeah. Well, because I do feel like McDonald's is one of those American corporations that has innovated. You can mock McDonald's all you want, but they've innovated in so many ways that that have touched all our lives and in other industries that aren't just McDonald's. The same way Henry Ford fucking innovated the production line, McDonald's streamlined so much stuff that they're the, they're the okay they're the number one toy distributor in the world because of the fucking Happy Meals. <laughs> Yeah, they had so I mean by that logic, why don't you just trust McDonald's and what they're doing? They've they've never really steered you wrong at this point, have they? The, okay, you just kind of just said that. <laughs> You're right. I did sort of just say that. No, but I I would say they're they're such a part of the zeitgeist of American civility that it doesn't mean that they don't have the opportunity to make a, an improper decision. And so this, to me, is like, to me, might be a wrong, a wrong move. You've, you've, you've caused us all. You created a system where we had to be self-sufficient, and now you're taking that away from us. So I, I don't know what that's going to do. What are the ramifications here? Nothing. Yeah, probably nothing. And so where, where do, literally nothing. Zero. And where does this rank up in the like? Okay, if you were to rank the bad decisions that McDonald's made, has made. Okay. Removing the deep fried apple pie or removing the self serve soda machine? What, or, or have you not had enough time to uh, figure out the self serve soda machine in order to make an educated decision? Um, I would say the removal of the uh, fried apple pie is just, it's a tragedy to humanity, really. I mean, mm. I talk to guys under the age of 35 and I'm like, never had a deep fried McDonald's hot apple pie. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I've had an apple pie from McDonald's. They're not deep fried. I'm like, I know they're not now. It stopped in 1992. They're like, what was it like? I'm like, oh, what was it like? Oh, what was your first let me tell you, experience? Let me, like? tell you what, let me tell you what I did. I ate that apple pie. Then I walked up to the counter and I asked him to refill my soda. <laughs> then I walked out. <laughs> it was <like> <laughs> on fire. <laughs> Is there substandard? Cracked the crust, and my house burning right now. No, they were, but they were the most glorious. To me, that was a time. See, this is what I'm getting at, Alan. This is, you're right. Has McDonald's ever made a bad decision? I say yes. They folded to pressure. You know, the folding of pressure is what allowed the hot apple pie to go away in the first place. And so, what other domino effect is that going to have? You know, they they got rid of the whole trans fat thing. We learned now that trans fat isn't even really that bad for you. It's no worse than the regular fat that's out there. You know, they, they took the beef tallow out of the fries. The fries, eh, they're the fat. The fries are still, you know, they're, they're the, on the upper echelon of fries. But, man, McDonald's French fries back in 1992 were the best goddamn substance on earth. Crisp, fresh out of that fryer, hmm. beef tallow with some trans fat in there. You couldn't beat that, man. Couldn't beat it that. It, it touched you in a lot of ways. It touched your heart. It touched your blood pressure, touched your cholesterol, touched your kidneys, your colon, your cockles. Man, when you had that nice film on your hand, sometimes it touched a little something else. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Alan, you're, you're, you're a foe or friend? I never got a, we never got a solid uh, answer. I can, can I be you, an acquaintance? I, I don't care. Like, uh-huh. I, I, nothing, nothing, none of... McDonald's behaviors have ever affected me that much. 
quite frankly. Like, like I don't, I don't, I was never like I'm. I went to McDonald's as a child. I had meals. I got toys yeah. and shit. But like, yeah. And your and your parents were handling all that outside extra work, never, man. You've never, never lived really in a world. So, so Adam, Adam, yeah. how about this? How about <clears throat> other places that have the self serve then follow suit? Like, oh, oh, we're gonna bring them back behind Listen, the counter. I can't fucking tell you the last time I served myself my own fucking soft drink. I don't. <laughs> I don't know when that was. Like, I, I don't. I legit. Like, if I go in a Royal Farms, I just grab a bottle of Pepsi or something. Like, I, you know, I like, I can't. I can't fucking tell you when that is. Like, so I that I could care less. You could have told me like ten years. Like, you. It could have happened tomorrow, and Mer ten years from now, while we're still doing this with for all ten of our listeners, fucking <laughs> could have been like, did you know they took out fucking. Found machines out of McDonald's ten years ago. I'd be like, nope, didn't fucking know that because I would never do that. Like, I, I would never. I don't know. I, I, I think if I pull into a McDonald's parking lot and I like, I look at the line and I'm like, oh, I have to go in. All right, I'm out. I'm not fucking eating McDonald's right now. I'm leaving. Wow. I just, I, I just feel like I've been, I've been hoodwinked in some way because, like. <laughs> You know, <laughs> yeah, because like there was a okay. The, uh, I'm gonna give you the emotional process of what McDonald's did to me, and Wes, you you probably understand this a little bit too. Like there was a time where all of a sudden they started handing you the cup, and it was an empty cup. Like here's your cup, mm. here's your straw, here's your fucking like you know top, and it it was like what the fuck? I could do this myself. Fuck you, McDonald's. You're just trying to save a buck by making me get my own goddamn drink. And then all of a sudden you became accustomed to it, and you're like, oh, this is actually better. Thanks, McDonald's. Mm. Thanks, thanks for giving me autonomy. Thanks for giving me freedom. Thanks for letting me put a little bit of uh, a Dr. Pepper in with some Sprite and with some Coke and with some orange drink. Thank you for giving me that freedom. And now they're taking mm. my freedom. It just hurts. I just want like, can we just bookmark this episode for future use? Because like, <laughs> what Murr has like three times explained is that he's reached the age where like simple change. Mm-hmm. Literally, like breaks his fucking brain. Like he's, like he, it, he just described how when they first gave you a cup, he was like, "Fuck this, is fucking stupid. Why would I want to fucking do?" And then he got used to it, and now yep. it's back. And he's like, oh my, "Oh my god, I can't serve myself orange drink. Uh, what am I gonna do?" Like, and, shut and the probably fuck up with your old ass. <laughs> like, and probably back nearing, then. This is a boomer argument. You're nearing like just die already. <laughs> like, and Murr wow. probably back then was like, you, "You're not gonna. This motherfucker's earning minimum wage, five fifteen an hour. He's gonna fill my fucking cup up. Fuck this, goddamn cocksuckers. Well, making making all that. that money, doing nothing. Well, I can tell you this, and Alan, I'm, I'm not even gonna disagree with you. I'm not gonna say that you're wrong. I can, I can see that you might be right, but you know, I'm reaching that age where I just won't concede that my wrong is wrong. Okay. Um, I, I, I would check this out. This is the, this is my number one. I know I'm middle-aged moment that I've ever had. I was taking a dump at work. I was leaving the bathroom. I just got done, flushed the toilet, zipped up, did the belt, everything. And I looked down at the toilet paper roll and I was like, Hey, you know what? We should, we should grab a, we should grab a little bit of that just in case. And I wrapped a few times around my hand and I put it in my back pocket and I was like, why did you do that? And I was like, yeah, just in case. Like, what happens if you need, you know, toilet paper for something? Like, you fucking old motherfucker. What is wait, happening? wait, wait, wait. You said, wait, hold on. You asked yourself, why would you do that? Then you answered just yes. because? Oh, yes. wow. I'm sorry. <clears throat> the way you presented that conversation was... It, it, you made it seem as though the some someone who was asking why would you do that wasn't you. It was someone oh, no. else. The, oh, no, the someone else was a younger me. <laughs> yeah. Asking okay. me now, why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? Just just in case. And and then you you blurted out verbally. Yeah, you know, just in case, man. Yeah. Hundred <laughs> percent. You just you summed it up right there. I was like, just you know, never know. <laughs> never know. <laughs> never know what. Never know if you're gonna shit yourself. Never know if you're gonna need a blade. What do you never know? Because you've never done this. You've never yeah. wrapped an extra handful of toilet paper around your fucking 
chubby little fucking hand and shoved it in your back pocket just in case. Just in case what? You dribble a little bit because you can't hold your pee back anymore? What are are you doing just in case for? Got to rub some of your asshole cream because your fucking hemorrhoids are flaring up? What is the just in case about? And maybe it's all the above. So, yeah, Mm. I want my goddamn cup, Alan, and I want to be able to fill it up with ice again if I want. I want to be able to put some fucking orange drink in there if I need to. Man, they got some fucking fancy machines now. If you haven't been inside, you can actually go in and you can touch screen. I want Diet Coke Ooh. with a pinch of lime. Yeah. The That's the uh, the game where you can pick the genre and then do the like the fruit flavored. That's a, that's incredible. that to mean if you yeah. take those away, you're taking my freedom away. And Thank I'm you. not even I'm not even a conservative. But I think you're taking my freedom away. Thank you. So I'm like you guys pour your own drinks a lot. I, I we do. Stopped. I'm shocked by it, honestly. That's, that's really the crux of it. Like, I just I can't even fathom that you pour your own drinks this often. Listen, when I order a foot long chicken teriyaki with Italian herbs and cheese bread with pepper jack cheese, lettuce, tomato, onion, pickles, jalapenos, banana peppers, and Old Bay seasoning and ranchero sauce, I want to be able to select. What I want in that cup. All right. You know what? That's, you, see, that's you, where it is. That's that's part of it, right? I haven't been in a subway in a decade. <laughs> God, I just, I, we don't diet the same, I don't think. <laughs> like, you do that at a Jimmy John's, too, I think. Well, maybe not. Well, wait, nah, I don't, nah, I don't do Jimmy John. I'm more of a Jersey Mike's. Okay. Jersey Mike's is behind the counter. I don't know. I don't get. I don't get a drink. Okay. Oh, just 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 the meat and potatoes. Yeah, just to say. By potatoes, I mean bread. Yeah. That's <laughs> that's right. the potato. That's the potatoes of the sandwich. That's. <laughs> All right. So, bottom line, our freedums are getting stolen. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Alex, okay with it. This is communist China. Yep. It is what it is. <laughs> let's let's get smarter, Merck. Yeah. All right, well, let's move on from Mouse Allen and uh, get to your Fun Fact Friday. Uh, <laughs> you can have your sodas, bro. I don't care. <laughs> like, I almost spit. I almost saw served a beer out on the floor here. <laughs> I almost gave you a cherry flavored Oktoberfest on my fucking carpet. <laughs> let's get to your mental floss. Amazing facts brought to you once again. By our brand new friend over on Instagram, Cuckster for Life. If you would like to hear about the trials and tribulations of the cucking of the Cuckster, make sure you check out this brand new Instagram page. Uh, just it's totally random. We're just glad to we're just glad to have found him and make him part of our lives here. He's not a friend of ours, but he's uh, you know he we know someone who knows someone who is the Cuckster. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fair Someone buddy. told me he looks like me when I when I sh- only shave my beard part, leave my my mustache. You know what? He's got a lot of wisdom for life. You know, you know. Nice. It's kind of you know what? It's kind of a story about just letting go, just mm-hmm. letting go, letting life right. happen before your eyes. Yeah. Check check him out, Cuckster for life, the number four on Instagram. Let's get to it. Five fun facts for you fuckers on a Friday. Did you know? Not all rabbits are cute and tiny. Some grow to be downright monstrous. The Flemish giant rabbit, the world's largest breed of bunny, measures about two and a half feet in length on average, though some have grown to be more than four feet long and weigh up to 22 pounds. Fortunately, they're gentle giants, which is what makes them popular pets. Jesus. So, uh, something that's like, you know, like a boxer or like a... Like a German Shepherd size, two and a half feet long. One, two. If you're sitting, I'd say I would say more like a like yeah like golden retriever size, about a golden retriever size rabbit. Fuck, that's ridiculous. That's a, that's that's absurd. You should not have a, a a bunny pet if that's that's the case, dude. There's a video. <laughs> it's of a um like a great hare, and I think it's like some like they're doing like an F1 race like in like over in Europe somewhere, and this fucking jackrabbit. The size is gonna cross the track, and <laughs> to its credit, it damn near hops over the fucking car. But then there's that pesky spoiler on the back, and oh my god, the devastation of both man, machine, and nature. 
is fucking phenomenal. And if I find that, I will send that to you guys post haste because it's amazing. It's 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 like it's almost like a it's almost like the Easter Bunny just fucking just meeting his maker in the so form you, of a blender. And you're saying it's like a great hair, one of the like the size of one of these things that you're talking about. It's actually a little bit bigger than one of these things. Jesus Christ, God. Yeah, imagine like a imagine like a Rottweiler as a, as a bunny. Getting hit at like 220 miles an hour. (laughs) Jesus. And all that happy thought. Did you know, in paganism, the equinox is called Maboon, or Second Harvest. It's a time to give thanks for the summer and to pay tribute to the coming darkness. It is also a time to prepare for Samhain, the larger Celtic festival that inspired Halloween. Some rituals of Maboon include building an altar with harvest fruits and vegetables, meditating on balance, gathering and feasting on apples, offering apples to the goddess, and counting one's blessings. Mm. Yeah, I didn't know all that shit that you just said right there. None of it. Absolutely 0% of what you just muttered is actually anything that I knew. When, 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 when they're this long, I just divorce myself from all the words and just... Say brain read, maboon, Celtic, Halloween. Uh, that's all I got. Let me fix it for you. It's 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 Maben, uh, <laughs> and that Samhain word is pronounced Samhain. Uh, believe it or not, in fucking what Celtic or Gaelic or whatever the fuck it, it's actually in. But yes, I did know those things because I've asked them for trivia before. Oh, okay. All right, good, good. <laughs> See, see, but what I'm gathering from all of this is that all the fun parts of the things that we do are are these things. Yes. That we're supposed to reject in Anglo Christian culture. (laughs) We celebrate the fuck out of them like this is all pretend. And back then they're like, no, this is serious shit. You eat that apple. You dress up like a fucking spooky ghost. And yeah. And now we're like, yeah, all the things we celebrate are all the things we were supposed to shun. It's like a, it's a Halloween celebration, right? Pretty, it's basically, kind of like the whole anti, fucking thing. In, in, yeah, think, yeah, okay. I think what may or may not have happened, and you know, take this with a grain of salt, is that at some point in time, uh, the power structure became a power vacuum of mostly white Christians, and they were like, you know what? Those crazy people in the field should stop doing that, so we should just make them do this Christian stuff with us. And fuck their customs and stuff but but and once that, a year that, one that kind of transitioned to like yeah, candy but, but, yeah but like once a year we'll let them have it and so they don't fucking riot and yeah but like yeah i mean essentially what they're saying is that's like essentially halloween and thanksgiving all rolled into one it's like yeah fe- feast on the bounty and you know celebrate with some well, freaky shit yeah there's supposed to be celebrations of like yeah the turn of the season harvest right. usually is part of that <laughs> Uh, and he, and then yeah, also the dark. Like I mean, it's natural, right? So when that happens, the days get shorter and the nights get longer. So darkness is a theme. Like it's, it's very common sense, but that you know, the, the Christians were like scary dark. <laughs> <laughs> I always love, I I still think my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> Is that all the kids that went to Christian school are all just so anti-Christian? It just had the complete because opposite. We sit effect. there and we're like, "Oh, this is bullshit." Like <laughs> we, literally, we literally, like, if you're if you have a modicum of like logic and intelligence, you're like, "Ah, oh, this is just like a control mechanism." Okay, yeah. got it, got it. I I almost feel, I almost feel like this like. Around the same time when you and your boys, when someone was like, hey, do you all jerk off? Like, yeah, I do. was around the same time when you when you and your boys were like, hey, I think this is bullshit. Like, yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, those things happen within a six month stretch. Overexposure in the modern world. Like, has like, like you're living in the era of the Internet. And online porn, and then you go to a nun, and she's teaching you stuff, and also this, and it's like, wait a second. <laughs> well, no, I think it's like, I, honestly, most of the people I know like that are like, we, 
we know the religion better than the casual Christian. So like most yeah. of the people who are very loud about it and are like, this is Christian ideals. I'll cut you apart in fucking five minutes because you don't know your own religion. I understand it. And I'm like, oh, this is dumb. This is this is just yeah. hypocrisy. This is this is pure hypocrisy. Got it. <laughs> like it's not that hard. Remember remember we were golfing, it was you, me, uh, Dave and Mike. We were playing we were playing, but the, the four of us were playing golf. I that uh, I could tell you where it was, but it wouldn't make it doesn't doesn't make any difference. <clears throat> By the way, Dave and Mike went to uh, school with Alan at, at Mount St. Joe's, the Catholic yeah. high school. Mike said, and this is like, he's like, I don't care what the deal is with, with it, but the problem is they need to allow the, the, the fathers or the pastors to marry. Fair they need to allow, allow them to marry women to, 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 to fornicate. And I was like, holy sh- damn, you, you've solved a lot of problems with that statement right there. And remember you and Dave were like, yeah, absolutely. hundred percent. Yeah, well, I mean, the Protestants, you know, that was old Martin Luther's whole thing is like, I won't bang his nun, so see you later. Here's a note yeah. on the door. <laughs> yeah, it's just like it's like it. It's funny. It's interesting because Christianity progressed kind of somewhat, and that it well, it progressed at the whim of the power structure, and then eventually was just like, you know what? I think we've reached quite enough power for people we don't like. Let's just keep it right here. Like we could, we could amend this religion to include some other stuff, but uh, women in coloreds. Uh, uh, <laughs> do they need them? <laughs> do they need these privileges? Nah. And it just kind of stopped right there. And so like, that's the perfect example. If it had just evolved just even a little bit, it might have not been as bad. But this nah. is supposed to be Fun Facts Friday. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not I mean, it was a fun fact. <laughs> not depressing facts Friday. Okay. Let's get to I'm another a... fun one. <laughs> I'm going to ask you to repeat all that shit. I don't remember. <laughs> uh, something about Mumbai. I don't know. <laughs> it's like a, it's like joke. <laughs> yeah. All right. In Sashwan food. Uh, did you know Um China, a Korean term meaning mom's friend's son, is used to describe a person who's better at everything than you are. We just got we. I just did, I just explained to you that I didn't know all the terminology that you used in some religious shit. And then you're like, did you know in Korean, um chang chun means shit that you don't understand now? Come on, man. Okay, listen, listen. No, but this is this is yeah. actually a great fun fact, and it tells you a lot about the Asian culture. Um China, get yeah. past that. Um China. It means right. mom's friend's wife. So your mom's got a friend that she chats with at work, and mm-hmm. she's got a son, right? And mm-hmm. so th- that word means that that kid is better than you at everything that you do. So if your mom's like, oh, um, China did this, um, China did that. What about, ooh, ooh, how come you can't be like, um, China? So mm-hmm. it's like she's saying, like, you're a piece of shit. Why can't you be like her son? Yeah, I don't You're... know that he's using it right, but I, I get the context of what he's saying. And right. I was going to say, look, as uh, a, a, a minority child, uh, guilt is a strong tool in the in the the parental arsenal of the uh, it's the chancla uh, guilt, fucking, you know, things like that, things that really scar you for life. And I thought the Latinos had it pretty, pretty well locked down. But to have a word for. My friend's kid's better than you is fucking next level parental guilt. The Asians really, really know how to do it. His penis is bigger. His balls are bigger. His taint's bigger. He has a bigger appetite. He's better at math. Better at math. He reads better. That's like it, the ultimate he, insult, right? He, he, can, he, can do, he can do algebra 2 trigonometry. Right. All yeah. of you can do algebra 2 trigonometry, but he does it better than you. He does it in his head. <laughs> I... Have you guys seen the video of those guys doing like algebra on like fake abacuses? Who's those guys? That's crazy. Yeah. Hey, the um Chinas. Oh. <laughs> 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 so you knew there where that was going. <laughs> 
I didn't they go I, in, immediately until I asked it. But God, God, they no. go into a, like a trance, right? Like like you give them like a some crazy algebraic equation on a chalkboard, and they fucking like their eyes roll up into the top of their head, like the, the Undertaker getting ready to give a fucking like choke slam, and they're like, <laughs> and they're swinging the fucking beads virtually in the air, and then they're like, kak, 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 and they fucking get the answer right. It's wild. Mm. Damn, man. Pass that shit. Pass that shit. <laughs> okay, all right. Did you know <laughs> the final words of Moby Dick author Herman Melville, who died on this day in 1891, were said to be, God bless Captain Veer. V-E-R-E. How do you, spell, how do you say that? Is that Veer? Veer. Veer. Yeah. Anyway, it, it was a reference to his then unpublished novel, Billy Budd, which was found in a bread box well after he died in 1918. So his last words were a reference to a book that wasn't found yet in a fucking bread box. That's wild. It's wild, man. Turns out it may have been, it may have been written by Stephen King's alter ego. What was his name? Richard... Stan- Stanley Brookman or some shit. <laughs> Richard Bachman. Richard Bachman. Yeah, that's it. That's Richard Belzer. Don't <laughs> <laughs> you dare talk about Munch that way. Uh, no, uh, I, I lost sight of what the original fact was. So um, the you guy who wrote. I, I don't know if you've known any of the facts book. that I've read. <laughs> Zero. Actually, so the, the writer of Moby Dick said, uh, hey, uh, I wrote Moby Dick. And then people like, Lit, lit a torch and threw him on fire in a Viking funeral. No, it, it, you exactly know what? what His last words. Uh, I fucking hate you. His last words were, God bless you Captain. You hate Alan? I apologize to him. Fuck that. <laughs> God bless Captain Ver, Veer, right? Mm-hmm. And nobody knew what the fuck that meant. Right. And then they found this book that they didn't know he wrote in a bread box well after he died. Oh, shit. So like thirty What's years what? after he died, they found the reference to his last words. That's a fucking that's like a, yeah. that's a fucking riddle, dude. That's that's that, pretty. That's kind of that's the treasure chest. That's yeah, the it's... that's the ultimate uh, uh, Moby Dick, or you know, I was, was thinking Long John was, Silver was type thing. But did you, did it have a title? What did you yes. say? Okay. Uh, the book was called uh, Billy Bud, Billy, and then B U D D. I mean, obviously. Not a well-known work of his. Yeah. Because it was written under a pseudonym called... (laughs) Steve Dockman. (laughs) You you almost get agitated beyond belief with me when I get this drunk on the show. I'm really sorry, but I can't help myself. (laughs) It went from aggravation to hilarity, so it's fine now. (laughs) <laughs> and and I'm like trying to like preview this next fact, and I don't even know. It's another long one, and I don't even know what it's about. And I know it's not going to go well. Here we go. Here comes some terms that we don't know. Did you know that the Greeks used took to use a debay, but it's called diaper I've rash. Been, I've actually been practicing this one word while you've been fucking this whole thing up this whole time. So let's just get to it. Let's move on. Finally, your final fun fact of this Friday. Did you know, according to the English lexicographer Francis Gross's aptly titled Dictionary of the Vulgar Tongue, fuig is a verb meaning to put ginger up a horse's fundament. (laughs) All right, what's a fundament? I'm going to guess. Fundament, uh, F-U-N... D A M E N T. I'm imagining a horse's ass. He didn't want to know what the fundament he wanted fweeg. Oh, F E A G U E. So Alan. Wait, 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 what was it again? F E A G U E. So we're gonna get to the we're gonna get to the bottom of this. (laughs) Just so you know. We're gonna figure out. I don't even know what I've read to this point. According to the English lexicographer Francis Goose's aptly titled Dictionary of the Vulgar Tongue, fuig is a verb meaning to put ginger up a horse's fundament. 
If that sounds too ridiculous to be true, don't worry. You can always replace the raw ginger with a live eel. <laughs> Both <laughs> methods, Gross explains, were apparently once used to, quote, make him lively and carry his tail well, thereby earning his owner a better price at the market. This is before they found rodents, of course. Okay, <laughs> <They'd use laughs> I'm gonna. Uh, okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna translate all of this for a drunken Wesley Fox here. Uh, basically, <laughs> they, they're saying if you shove ginger up the horse's ass or put a live eel in there, that horse is gonna trot like nobody's business. Yeah, and, he's and this is what. I, that's why I said this is before they found rodents. <laughs> uh, a durable reference to the Richard Gear tale. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the Jeez. Wesley Fox. The Feeg of Wesley Fox. The Feeg. Did you know him and the uh, and the writer <laughs> of Moby Dick collaborated before they died? <laughs> yeah, I know that. <laughs> yeah, they just came up with a really good, uh, really good saga about uh, the uh, Dick Weed <laughs> paradox. The, the Dick Weed paradox. That's right. <laughs> That's oh, my your fucking fun fact Friday, Alan. Is there any is there any research you'd like to go over before we fact fun yeah. fact this up? Uh, nope. I think I think we're good. Gingers on buttholes. That's now we Ooh, know. nothing about the eels. No, I it's the same thing. It's the same. It's the same. It's the same effect. Yeah. But, well, listen, listen. If you put if you if you put like a little bit of ginger in my rear end versus a live slithery eel, the the effect will not be the fucking same. <laughs> you don't know that. Ginger, hey, ginger makes you tender, all right? So there's a there's a st- there's a sting involved. I think it's very similar. Did a, did a writer from the Fun Facts say that? No, ginger that's that's tender. all me. That's all you. That's an original work from you. That's okay. an original work. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna type it out and put it in my bread box. Uh, okay, I don't know. I, I, I just feel as though those slithery fuckers might make you jump a little higher than than just a little self-impacted tinder, ginger, ginger, whatever. Uh, yeah, that's Fun Fact Friday. Yeah, that's all right, it, buddy. Alan, tell all the eel eel fishermen where you can find the middle class laws. I think you can find us on Pornhub. Uh, <laughs> bank, bank. <laughs> Two middle class holes, four cups. You can yeah, get there. Yeah. Google that. That's a Jesus. thing. It's just, it's just us drinking lemonade out of four cups. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, you can find us on all your favorite social media platforms. We're at MDL Class Holes on Instagram and Twitter, or the Middle Class Holes on Facebook and TikTok and YouTube. And for your listening pleasures, please check us out on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And please don't forget to fucking follow our new homeboy, the Cuckster for Life. That's the number four over on Instagram. Cuckster for Life. If you're into sharing your wife with strangers in motels on the side of the road, your kind of thing. <laughs> you'll 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 love it. We you'll guarantee love it. it. You'll, you'll love it. Uh so this week in middle class halls history, we're gonna leave you with a good like ten minute bit uh, from three years ago, actually. <clears throat> so we were uh, we're pretty dumb ne- now, but we were much dumber then three years ago. And this is where me and Murr finally uh, finally enclosed the idea to Alan about our entrepreneurial. I guess theme about uh, a, a new cereal idea that we had, and it's called Flow Cakes. Mur, you still feel enthusiastic about Flow Cakes. You still feel as though that uh, we could hit the right ears, hit the right market, hit the right uh, person with some money. That this it's all could, about this advertising, be... man. It's all about yeah. advertising. That's it. Cereal <laughs> shit. All cereal shit. It's all the same crunchy bullshit. You dump milk on it. We can make a we can make a buck. That's all. I'm That's saying. right. So, listen, we're going to leave you with this. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the, the rest of the month of September. Enjoy Major League Baseball playoffs that are coming up. Whatever you're doing, your nook of the cranny of the world. Uh, but, yeah, check us out. Uh, the, here, here, here it comes. Flow Cakes. Have, have a listen. Jesus Christ. <laughs> when, you, when, you say, when you're having to say something... Having a breakfast, flow cakes, part of a complete breakfast. Check it out. <laughs> yeah, good job. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> and this goes-
goes back to so me and Wes's theory that they need to make a motherfucking funnel cake something. <laughs> funnel cake needs to come out in either cereal form or Girl Scout cookie form. Now, I'm still apt for the cereal. I think it would be the best cereal ever. Have you ever have we gone on this tangent with you yet, Alan? No. No, but I mean, I'm I'm here for it, but <laughs> I'm just saying how would you make uh how would you make funnel cake cereal? Listen, now, the, I, the... hold on. Let me cuz I have the answer to this question. <clears throat> me oh, and Murr okay. never ever got past the manufacturing of the actual bite-sized cereal. <laughs> we never got like... to the point. We just figured that we would come across someone that could could create a very microscopic, highly fructose corn syrup riddled a semblance of a funnel cake in a bite-sized form that could that could dissolve a little bit of milk. We were straight marketing. Okay. We yeah, were straight. It's my question. So, like, is it pieces <laughs> of funnel cake? Because you know how funnel cakes just no. like fried dough. So, like, it's it's got strings, or is it like an asymmetrical checks square? It's so like, it okay. looks like an actual mini funnel cake. Cookie crisp is the best uh, little like like small thing that I could come up with. Okay. Yeah, and and cookie crisp they they don't taste like chocolate chip cookies they just look like chocolate chip cookies that's all we're going for here i actually had a theory on how to get this done and market it to uh either general mills or post whoever makes honeycombs because let's be honest honeycombs ain't fucking honeycombs they're just little fucked up little shapes that they they pop out of a machine so what i wanted to do was get the the malformed honeycombs the ones that were all fucked up and just put a little icing glaze on top of them put them in a box and then rebrand them as flow cakes. Well, you got to, I would say whatever the the icing is, I think you just got to back off and whatever the the coating on shredded wheat is, that's what's got to be on top. That's the powdered sugar? Yeah, that's the powdered sugar. Okay. Okay, so so malformed, so essentially they're malformed honeycombs with a powdered sugar glazing on them. Maybe like a little powdered sugar, and then you spritz them with like a sugar water so it sticks. So it and sticks. then that's it. That's your flow cake. Because it doesn't because they don't even because they don't even have to be spiral shaped. You're right. Because a, a, an actual funnel cake is just an, an odd looking mess just of strands of dough. Dough yeah. <laughs> fried together. Deep fried with powdered sugar on top of it. Yeah. Yeah. And we call them flow cakes. I had the whole marketing campaign put together. Check yeah. this out, Alan. So, so hold, hold gonna... on hold on real quick. But yes. <clears throat> so uh I had, I had this very rough idea of a funnel cake cereal, and I pitched it, and no one in the room, room of about 10 people, gave a damn about it except Murr. And Murr was like, yeah, go on, go on, go on. And thus, listen, I'm not saying I'm the originator, originator of it. I simply, like, kind of opened the floodgates of what I had going on in my 17-year-old mind, and Murr <clears throat> grabbed it and ran with it. And we designed this marketing campaign uh, about flow cakes. So if you're even interested, we'll we'll tell you. I like it. You, well, oh, you do? Okay, shit. Here we go. I'm cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm here for it. Like I said, I think okay. it's great. So here's the general setup and the commercial, all the whole the whole shebang. So um, I decided that you need some sort of cartoon character element here to uh, push the funnel cake cereal, and so I came up with the three bears idea. Their manager, that's Goldilocks. Goldie, okay, she's in charge of the bears. She gets them to the shows on time. Make sure the equipment's ready to rock and roll. You got three bears. You've got a panda bear. Think was, about it. Wasn't it four got bears? A nice little. Well, no, there's three bears. There's okay, the, just check this out though, right. because the panda. Um, I can't. It, okay, the, he encompasses the mulatto of the world, the mixed race, okay, and the Asian all in one. He's black, he's white, he's Asian. Boom. He's the tech guy, okay? He, uh, he sits back and he runs the ones and the twos, okay? Then, um, you've, got, uh, I can't, I can't, then you've got the brown bear to uh, reach our Latino audience, and you've uh, got the, uh, the polar bear to uh, reach our white audience, and uh, we're ready to rock and fucking roll. And then, oh, the brown bear was the uh, the road manager. That's right. So we had everybody all covered. So there were four bears. And then uh, the whole the whole shtick was going to be there was going to be this rocking party, right? And for whatever reason, it's a cartoon. Shut up. The uh, speakers are these uh, are filled with the batter for the flow cakes. And as the party gets rocking and the room gets hot, the records then they're fucking red hot, scratching, scratching, scratching. The records batter are flow starts- cakes, by the way. 
the batter starts flapping out of these speakers and every little pit of batter hits a record, turns into a flow cake and flies into the audience. <laughs> Alan, you picking up? You feeling this? <laughs> and as everybody holds their flow cake above their head, boom, powdered sugar confetti goes off at the end of the show. Yeah. Flow cakes. Actually, and, oh, and yeah. I remember the last, okay, this is this could have been up there with the uh, with the sunny D's of the world, but I had written a rap for it, and I only remember the last lyric. Do you, do you remember? It. It? Yeah, it was uh, when you wake up in the morning, grab your checklist, flow cakes, part of a complete breakfast. Boom! <laughs> Suck a dick. <laughs> So bad. All right, so uh, Alan, well, need you. Around, roughly what year was this conceived? Uh, 2000? 2001? Yeah, yeah, right around yeah. 2000. Yeah, this is this might have been a pre-9-11 idea when the world was more simple. And the... <laughs> we talked about, I remember I mean, Jim Bright Shining Future for some delicious funnel cake cereal. I remember if Jimmy's... I was a kid, I would probably... If I was a kid that knew what funnel cake was, uh, because I feel like a lot of kids nowadays don't know what funnel cakes are, uh, for some odd reason, then yeah, I'd probably be about it. It seems reasonable. I mean, <laughs> there's three, uh, there's three or four mascots. I can't even remember at this point. The marketing department did not make that clear. Okay. Uh, all right. Listen, it's just been <laughs> a long time since I've pitched the idea. Okay. So it's a little, it's a little rusty, <laughs> but I got all the elements. No, I get it. There are multiple mascots, uh, di- racially diverse. Right. So that's a plus. Multiple bears. See, like you were ahead of your time back then. You could have just been super racist uh, and it would have been totally OK. So now you're now you're good to go. Uh, yeah, I'm with it. I think that needs some polishing, but I would eat funnel cake cereal. I remember well, it now. OK, the the panda bear was the tech guy. He set up the equipment and then you had a brown bear, a black bear and a polar bear. Those were the three stage guys. Yeah. I can't remember. It was like scratch. Was the name of the uh, the one on the ones and twos? I think we da- we dabbled in naming uh, scratches. <laughs> some of the uh, <laughs> some of the talent scratches was definitely the uh, panda that was uh, uh, in, in the vinyls were supposed to be flow cakes as well. I don't know if Murr threw that in there. Uh, well, no, the hot plate. They were like hot plates, and when the batter hit the the records, they turned into flow cakes. Okay. See, I feel like. I mean, that's a good way to do it. I like that. I feel like I want to be truer to the fact that they actual funnel cakes land in a giant vat of oil, but it seems a whole lot more difficult to conceive. Well, we're air frying them now. We're trying to be a little more health conscious. <laughs> that's fair. That, that makes sense. It was a simpler time. Actually, I remember Jimmy Rowland saying, don't let funnel, never give up. Don't let funnel cakes die, man. It's a good <laughs> idea. Don't let it die. We are. I know this seems like a funny conversation, but every piece of media I've ever been involved in, I brought this up. By the way, I brought up funnel cake cereal on the local news in uh, (laughs) in uh, in Slower Lower Delaware because I got every year when the Delaware State Fair came to town, somebody from the radio station got to go down and promote why we were there, and we didn't have any reason to be there and the newscaster was like well you guys aren't promoting anything tonight so why are you down here crank because that was my radio name uh-huh. and i said well actually i don't know but i just want to tell you one little and i went straight into my funnel cake cereal pitch and it was glorious and i made it onto a wmdt news with uh flow cakes wait a minute so did any of these uh any of these local um uh, television DJs or v- uh, I mean, television television uh, on air talents give you any like oh wow that's that's a good idea Nothing? oh they had no that choice is. they are on camera they all thought I was a fucking crazy <laughs> kook that was losing his fucking now, mind here's I guess my my most pressing question and I don't mean to cut you off but why flow cakes uh, because West was really into the thing and rap flow and when you're putting funnel cake into the mix it's flowing out of the bottom of the funnel okay. and then they're cakes so flow cakes um the, the, the name has been the um the biggest hurdle it seems with people that is this has been pitched to because right. they say it reminds them of uh urinal cakes and, um, but i can see how that i'm kind of uh i've got I, 
I kind of got my heels dug in on this one, though. I feel like Flow Cakes is the uh, the way to go. You know what? There's no bad marketing, and if people think they sound like your own cakes, then uh, I'm okay with it. Going to buy them. Ain't something that I fear. And though it may be a thrill, don't take me fishing near a hill. Just ask Miss Smith, give me a big old glass of beer. Cause I get drunk most every day. I always seem to find myself late Might be on ass fuck I'm still riding like a pup I fell down But my dick's still up Well, sometimes I may need a hand when I'm just too drunk to stay I don't need your sympathy Keep your judgment too Cause you just give it a little pull And my dick's strong like bull Ready to satisfy my woman the whole night through I get drunk most every day Do you?